This is the Six Man Show, a brand new Orlando Magic podcast with your hosts, Will Robles and Jonathan Osborne, covering all things Magic basketball. By fans, for fans. Go Magic. What's going on, Orlando Magic fans? You're back with the Six Man Show, your boys Jonathan and Will. Hey, what's going on? It is May 10th, 2019. We're recording this at about 9.30 uh, Friday night. This week, we're going to get right into it, guys. Um, I'm not really feeling all that well. Got another freaking cold. I don't know what the heck's going on. Yeah, hopefully I don't get sick now. Yeah, hopefully Will doesn't get sick. But um, this week, we're, we're just going to get right into this, talk about Terrence Ross, uh, Nikola Vucevic, um, you know, just get into their, their free agencies this year, look at, you know, their last season, um, just kind of talk about, you know, uh, other players that they had, you know, comparable seasons to, um, and, you know, what what we can really expect going into free agency, what they might get paid in free agency, and, you know, what the Magic should do, might do, who knows what we're going to do. But yeah. So, so, yeah, we'll go ahead and talk into that. This is going to be a part one of a, of a two-part series this week. We'll just kind of evaluate kind of what their value might be and what we think that we should do with each player. And then next week we'll kind of get into scenarios like what if we keep Vooch and get rid of Ross? What if yeah. we keep Ross, get rid of Vooch? What if we get rid of both? What if we keep both? So we'll get into that kind of stuff next week. Uh, as always, if you you know you guys have any questions or you know anything that you'd like to hear on the show, you know just hit us up on, on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, any of those. So, all right, first um, we'll talk about Terrence Ross a little bit. You know, I don't think it's any secret to to any Magic fans of the season that Terrence had 15 points, you know, 3.5 rebounds, 1.7 assists. He shot 42% from the floor. He shot 38% from three and 87% from the free throw line. Great season for, for Terrence. Uh, we'll, we'll get into a little bit more, you know, about the, the season that he had compared to his season averages, but averages 10.5 points a game, 2.8 rebounds, 1.1 assists, 42.3% from the floor, and 37.4% from the three-point line. So each of his averages this year well, above – yeah. His career average, you know, um, everybody knows that Terrence was an integral part, especially in that that second unit, that bench unit, helping us get into the playoffs. Brought us back, you know, in a, in a lot of games. Got the nickname, you know, the Human Torch this year. Yeah. So, but will um just talk a little bit about you know where you think that like Terrence's value might be, you know, compared to to some of these other guys? Because I'll just run through this really quickly. Um, I I threw it in the the NBA stats website. Players to average at least 14 points a game uh, while averaging at least 37% from the three-point line. So, okay. I mean, you get some of like the, the you know, usual suspects, Paul George, Stephen Curry, Kawhi Leonard, Carl Anthony Towns, Kyrie Irving, Zach Levine, Clay Thompson, CJ McCollum, Buddy Heald. Those guys, I don't think we're putting Terrence Ross in that class. Yeah, those are like five-star players. Um, you know, five guys. or four-star players. Yeah. So, yeah. So we're not going to, but I mean, if you look at, the, I mean, this, you put it, you have the way that you have to put it in is like at least 14 points. So like Paul George scored 28 points a game. Like we know that he's nowhere near that, but the guys that are kind of, you know, closer to his, uh, yeah. You know, who's, stat who's floating lines, around there? Like, um, JJ Redick, um, even JJ scored like 18 points a game this year. Dang. Um, but let's see, like. De'Aaron Fox, Colin Sexton, Harrison Barnes, Jason Tatum, Malcolm Brogdon, Damanis Sabonis. Those are guys closer to what he averaged, like that 15 point, um, you know, points a game and around like that 38, you know, 37% from the three point line. So, 
I mean, wh- yeah, I mean, like, I, I probably wouldn't say he's better than Harrison Barnes or Sabonis. Um, JJ, I would put him above JJ, um, especially at this point of JJ's career. Um, he's more of a just a shooter, and if he's not shooting, he's kind of a defensive liability. Um, you could see it in some of the games um, Philly's been playing lately, and you against know Toronto. Ross. Well, against anybody, like he he was struggling um, in the series before, but you know Terrence is more, you know he's he's a better defender than JJ, but I don't I don't think I'd put him ahead of. Are we sure? Than JJ, you're sure of that? Like JJ is a solid like team defender, and Terrence can be too. But we talked to you know a couple weeks ago that for as athletic as Terrence is, he should be a much better defender. I don't think he's that much better than JJ defensively. I I say he's better than JJ. Okay. That's. I'll just leave it at that. I okay. think he's better no, that's than JJ. Fine. That's, um, that's fair. So, what's your take on it? I, you know, I Terrence is a great player, but like we just, like I just said, you know, you put Harrison Barnes. I'd put Harrison Barnes ahead of him. I put Sabonis ahead of him, even though, and Sabonis is younger too. So. Well, I mean, for me, like, okay, like going back to JJ Redick. JJ averages more points a game, and. Let's see. Shoots a better percentage from the three-point yeah, line. Yeah, he's a better shooter. However, he doesn't really create his own shot a lot of the times. Like, I feel like Terrence – like, Terrence can – most guys at the position, he can just raise over the top of them and get a decent shot off almost at any time. Yeah. J.J. is just mostly a spot-up guy. Yeah. You know, Terrence can, you know, hit threes off of the dribble. J.J. can a little bit. But um, as far as what the Magic need – I think Terrence is a better fit for us, you know, right now. Yeah. Now, if Terrence moves on to another team and JJ's on the free agent market, uh, JJ Reddick's one of my all-time favorite yeah, players. Yeah, definitely take JJ I would back. Bring JJ back in a heartbeat. Oh, yeah. But to me, like, if you just look at some of these other guys, like, I think that Terrence's value is going to come down to how other teams, and this goes, you know, for Vooch as well, just how other teams are going to value this one year. That he had, because once again, you know, we talked about his career averages, you know, 10 points. The stats that we're mostly talking about, points and three-point percentage, 10 points and 37% from the three-point line this year. 15 points, 38% from the three-point line. So it's it's just going to come down to how other teams value this one year. If they think that this is, you know, more what his trajectory is. And, if he you can know, maintain th- it, then Yeah, if he can man, maintain but... it, then, you know, I think he's going to, you know – be more valuable than I maybe initially would have thought, yeah. and it's probably going to put him outside of the Magic's what what we can afford. You know what I mean? But um, you just look at like Malcolm Brogdon. Like Malcolm, I don't know if he's a free agent this year or next year, but he's going to get paid. And then, I mean, Milwaukee has a whole other problem altogether whether or not they're going to be able to pay everybody that that's there. But you know, they still got Chris Middleton who's on this list. But like Jason Tatum, De'Aaron Fox, maybe even Colin Sexton. Like you said, Demonis Sabonis. Like these are all guys that are younger than Terrence, but I definitely more valuable. Yeah. Um. So I I just I really have a hard time kind of gauging. I mean, what you, kind of offers he's gonna get? Yeah, and you you can see it through the season too. Like, you know, he had those games where he was on fire. Yeah. You know, Human Torch, and then he had some games where he went two for five, and the guy barely or shot. Or two for ten. Or two for, for that. like. Yeah. So and then what else was he bringing to the table if he's not shooting the ball? Yeah, you know. So that's how I see it. I, like you said, like it's tough to pay this, you know, pay Ross 
based off of one season. We've we've had him two previous seasons, and one he got hurt. The other, you know, his first season he just didn't play as well. Yeah. Um. So it's just tough to pay pay somebody off of one season. Well, the the point <coughs> that that I would like to make as far as what might kind of play in the Magic's favor is if we just kind of like run it back. Hashtag want more. But if we just kind of run it back, I think something that Terrence might consider like coming back, and I think every player does probably, you know, I'm not an NBA player, unfortunately, but, you know, just listening to some of them talk, you know, each year about free agency is something that they think about is like their situation. And you always hear it all the time and that so much about the NBA and how guys play on, you know, different teams is like all about situation. Yeah. Right now, like Terrence leading that second unit, I think is like the perfect situation for Terrence. Like all we do is we just ask him to come out and do the things that he's good at. Yeah. Like be athletic and knock down threes. Yeah, there's not a lot of drama with our team. You know, when it comes to like like you were saying situations like Phoenix is just like their their upper management's not, you know, all together. Um, Boston with Kyrie, you know, there's drama between Kyrie and the younger guys. I would say our situation, like the guys want to play together. There's not, there's no drama, at least none that we've seen. So I think something else that just came to mind that's kind of underrated, like how important it was for us to make the playoffs this year, because instead of like Terrence going into free agency, like, oh man, this team has, you know, been out of the playoffs, you know, seven Seven years years in a row. Now it's like, okay, yeah, I might be able to take more money if I go to Phoenix or, or whatever, but I'm going to be playing on a significantly worse team. Yeah. So, like, us making the playoffs, like, that's a, a bonus for us as far <laughs> as, like, you know, guys consider, you know, winning when they're looking at what teams they're going to go to. And the fact that now this team is on a positive trajectory kind of plays in our favor. Yeah. The other thing, Terrence really seems like he wants to be in Orlando. He really wants to play for the Magic. Now, with Vooch, you know, who kind of already took a, a hometown discount, you know, four seasons ago or, or whatever, whenever we signed him to his extension or re-signed him, um, Terrence hasn't signed, you know, a hometown discount with the Magic yet. So I think he'll probably be a little bit more likely to sign a hometown discount with the Magic and, and stay here at a, you know, yeah, we at a hope. discounted rate, you know, as opposed to Vooch, who... I mean, just coming off an all-star season and everything like that, he's probably going to be looking to get, you know, paid pretty handsomely. So, um, but but what are your, like, do you have any feeling for, like, how much money he might be worth Dude, I, or anything like that? He's getting paid, what, like 10 a season right now? Let's see. I'll pull um, it up right now. Terrence made $10 million this year. So, yeah. So he 10.5. Made, he made $10.5 million this year. You know, that's, that's in today's, NBA, that's pretty low. It feels like say. lower than than average. Um, I don't know if I'd give him more than like fifteen, just based off what he brings to the team, which is him shooting. I'll tell you why I think that it's low though, and we've talked about this before. Is that like the market is just saturated right now with bad deals? Yeah. From once again that summer two or three years ago when the market just exploded, I forget what it went to, but. It was something crazy, and all these guys got paid. So yeah. I think when you look around the league at like other like contracts, like Evan making seventeen million dollars a year makes ten and a half for Terrence look really really low. But yeah. like if you think back to like four or five years ago, like ten million dollars is like a guy that's like a little bit above average, and I think that's probably when he signed this deal. You know, probably four or five years ago, I would say. 
if I had to look, let's go back. Uh, okay, maybe not. The uh, you know, the last two years he made ten million dollars, and uh, ten million dollars. You know, the the year before that he signed a deal with uh with Toronto, Toronto? basically uh like a three year thirty million dollar deal. Well, scratch that then. I mean, I mean, three years, thirty million dollars. I mean, you know, three years ago, uh, it's really a pretty pretty solid That's- deal. Um, but you're right. I mean, Terrence might very well go out and get, you know, $15 million a year. I don't think I would be comfortable paying him anything more than like 13. Like if we, if we lose Vooch, like then you have to keep Terrence. Like, I don't think you can afford to lose both of them, but we'll, I mean, that's, that's a topic for another day. Yeah. But I mean, whatever happens with Vooch is, you know, going to cause kind of a domino effect yeah, I with feel, free agency I, I for us. I just feel like. Vooch is a, is much harder to replace than Ross because of what Vooch brings to the table. That's fair. Yeah, that's that's how I feel. Do you want you want to start talking about Vooch? Yeah, we can talk about Vooch now. Let's talk about Vooch. So, so Vooch. Yeah. All right. So, Let's we'll do the same kind of format that we just did right, with Terrence. So we'll talk about his um you know the season that he had this year as opposed to his career averages. So 2018-2019 season. That's going to be all star. You know. Headlined by his first all-star appearance, of course. 20.8 points a game, 12 rebounds, 3.8 assists, 51.8% from the from the floor, 36.4% from the three-point line, and 78.9% from the free-throw line. And then finished off with a 54.9 effective field goal percentage. Each one of those that we just mentioned, all career highs. So, well, I'm I'm sorry. I should prep all better than his career average. Let's let's say it, it that way. To be honest, I haven't, you know, looked at every single season down the line, but Yeah. All right. So, for his career, <laughs> averages 15.7 points, 10.1 rebounds, 2.4 assists, 50.2% from the floor, 33.2% from the three-point line, 74.1% free throw percentage, 51.4 effective field goal percentage. So, most of his stats this year, well above, once again, his career average. Yeah. And, like, just, you know, points, rebounds, and assists, just comparing it to Terrence's career. Um, you know, Vooch with the 15.7 um, for his career compared to Terrence's 10.5. Like, yeah, 10 assists obviously compared Vooch, to 2.8. Obviously, Vooch is much more valuable. You know, I don't think it's fair to compare the two. Yeah, even his assists are, are higher. Yeah, that's... I mean, what we just did with Terrence, you know, when we looked at, you know, the the, the points and the three-point percentage. Yeah. When you take Vooch's points and rebounds and you compare them to the rest of the league, I mean, Vooch is looking like, like an elite player in the league. So when you um, put in the fields, you know, scored at, at least 20 points a game and 12 rebounds, these are the only three guys on this list apart from Vooch. Giannis Antetokounmpo. Joel Embiid, Carl Anthony Towns. Fourth guy on that list, Nikola Vucevic. One of these is not like the other. Yeah. I mean, even if you take the the rebounds and go down, let's let's go down to <coughs> to 10 rebounds a game. Let's see who else comes up on this list. I mean, just to be on a list. Russell honest, Westbrook, Nikola Jokic. Yeah. I mean, every single one of those guys is a max guy. Yeah. Every single one and I, I don't know if I'd max Joel, but so somebody would, I can promise you uh, that. I, I wouldn't. But 
you're I mean you're crazy. I understand why the health and all that, but like when he's healthy, if oh, you if can get him if healthy, he's hundred yeah. percent healthy all the time. Yes, he's arguably the best guy on that list if he's healthy. I mean, I would still give yeah. the nod to Giannis, but you can make the argument for Joel. Yeah. You know, but I mean, yeah, you look at that list: Giannis, Joel, Cat, Westbrook, Vooch, Jokic. Like, if you like, once again, this is going to come down to whether or not they value this one year that he's had, this one great career all-star contract year yeah i mean if they come out and say yeah this we, this is what we expect him to do and once again with terrence like it's not just a situational thing which it very well might be you know with cliff and the way that they've decided to you know run the offense and you know fit him in defensively and everything like that i mean i i don't know what exactly the numbers are um, as far as what his max max contract, but I think I read somewhere that it would be like somewhere like in the thirties, and that's just not a happening Ooh, a season. No. And that like somewhere like twenty five to thirty a season, and that's just not. I happening. I just feel like in today's NBA, you can't unless, like you said, it's like a Joel that's a hundred percent. Um, you can't you can't pay these big guys that much in a in a guard centered league. Like you have the James Hardens, the the Lillards. Steph Curry's, even Durant's, Giannis, who can do a lot more with the basketball. And in today's league, it's not just about throwing it down low and pounding the basketball to to the big man anymore, you know. So yeah, yeah, but we say that, and then I mean, like Jokic just got a huge extension last, you know, coming into this season. You know, like we we keep saying like, oh, you can't pay a big man, you can't pay a big man, like they're becoming obsolete. But it's like. Every single year, one of these guys is still getting paid a crap load of money. Yeah. So yeah. it's I I, compl- I understand and I completely agree with what you're saying. Like it's a guard centered league. You cannot win this <coughs> in this league at least at the but very high you, levels without high level guard play. But look back through the seasons and all the championship teams. Name me the last team to win with their star player who was a center. Uh, probably like the what was that, fourteen Spurs, Tim Duncan, and then Kawhi was well, Kawhi the Kawhi was the, was the yeah. MVP. Yeah, I I so, understand I mean, what you you're could, saying. You could look back and look at all the Finals MVPs. I mean, if Milwaukee wins this year, there it's Giannis. If Golden State wins, is Durant. Yeah, Houston. Like, but like the thing the thing comes to to play is like. Okay, you've got this guy that's been producing at a very high level, and now you're just gonna let him walk away. I mean, look at Detroit with Andre Drummond; he's making a lot of money. I mean, the Clippers, you know, signed Blake Griffin, and then I mean, turned around and traded him right after. Yeah. But like, you, the problem is, is like when you're when you're getting production and you have these guys, it's like, yeah, we probably shouldn't pay him, but if we don't, we're taking a huge step back. I don't know that I would say the Magic would be taking a huge step back because you know they just finally made the playoffs for the first time in seven years and they were the seventh seed and only won one game. Yeah, but then but, if you lose Vooch, where Oh yeah, then we're probably, you know, somewhere around thirty wins again. I I think we might be even like twenty five. Uh God, I hope not. I just I just think like a couple of the young guys like made leaps and then I think if we lose Vooch then we probably pay whatever it takes to bring back Terrence and we find some other pray to God Mo and uh Isaac and stuff just yeah, we probably bring in career. some other kind of journeyman, you know, center to either start or, you know, to back up Mo or we still have Sign Kem. Kem. 
So, I mean, like, yeah. there there are still options there. So, I don't know about 25 games, but I don't think that would be out of the realm of possibilities if we, you know, lose Vooch. But, I mean, you look at you look at those guys. I don't even want to honestly pull up their their contracts, but I can tell you that they're upwards of $25 million a year. Yeah. Now, <coughs> Evan is Vooch's best friend. You know, during the exit interviews, take it with a grain of salt, a grain of rice, whatever you, euphemism you want to use analogy metaphor whatever the heck i just said um but he said that you know he honestly fully fully expects both of those guys to be back now whether he's just speaking you know from his heart i i really have no idea yeah, but what else are they supposed to say for, Vu- for i mean for Vuce to come back it's he it, he's either going to have to take a lot less money or it's going to be some kind of front-loaded contract you know with like a short year like three years if, if he's making you know, I would say any more than $20 million a year, I think it's for like a three-year deal. Yeah. You know, it, and if he's making anything less than 20, I'd say it's probably for like a four-year deal. Maybe a three-year like with like a team option so or what, with like a player option or something like that. What would like you that. give him? Like 17, 18? Oh, no. I don't, I don't think you get him for 17, 18. I mean, I would love to. I mean, if, if he agrees to that, I, I think that's where you start. But like you also don't want to lowball the guy and piss him off, and then he goes somewhere and gets twenty three yeah, or twenty four million dollars. Um, but once again, like where are these other teams valuing Vooch? Nobody really knows at this point. There's been rumors that Sacramento's interested and and Dallas is interested, but then there are rumors that Dallas is really going after Kemba. So I just don't think at, at this point nobody really knows. Once you know the the finals are over, and you know once teams you know attention kind of pivots to free agency even though you can't technically speak with you know a player until july 7th there's always back channels you know that that teams can communicate to players and then leaks come out and yada 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 so i think then we'll start to hear more about how much vooch is really worth but me i think you start at like like you offer him you know 19 a year um like a a four-year deal with the fourth year being a team option that you know gives him the opportunity to make almost eighty million dollars over the next four years. Still a lot of money. I mean, I get that these guys want to get every freaking dollar that they can, but like, come on, we're talking like making eighty million dollars. Most people won't see that in five lifetimes. Yeah, but a lot of these guys twenty don't, lifetimes. They whatever. don't see it like that. Of course not, yeah. and I understand that. You know, these guys. It, not to go on a rant, but like people always talk about, like, oh man, like. How do you pay these guys $20 million a year to, to play basketball? Well, think of all the money that that basketball product brings in. You know, oh, revenue, yeah. ticket sales, TV deals, advertising, all that stuff. Like, when you're at work, don't you want to feel like the whatever revenue that you're, you know, bringing into the company, don't you want to, you know, get paid what you feel like yeah. you're worth? So, so do these guys. And these guys are worth X amount of money because they bring in X amount of money. Regardless, what were you going to say? I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to say either. This freaking cold's got me on my freaking butt. Yeah, I mean, it's it's hard. It's a hard thing to, to gauge with Vooch because, <coughs> you know, for a few weeks, we're not going to know what teams are, are really valuing him. But, you know, I think best case scenario, we bring him back on like a $18, $19 million a year for like three years with like a four, fourth year how team much option. Is, how much is he making right now? I think like twelve, if I'm 12. if I'm not mistaken, I can pull that up. I really mean, quick. eighteen, nineteen is is a pretty big boost in salary. Um, but hopefully, he loves Orlando enough to just be like, yeah, you know, I'll I'll stay for 
for 18, 17. Um, yeah, he know. made he made uh, $12.75 million this year. Hmm. So, I mean, uh, signed the extension uh, going into the 15-16 season. It was 11.25, then 11.75. This year it was 12.25. So, I, I think that, um, yeah, it's, e- it's either going to be like a – 17 18 19 million dollar deal for like three years or it's going to be like a 20 22 million dollars a year for like three years yeah. maybe even i mean you might be able to talk him into like 23 a year but like the first two years are really like honestly like it, front loaded and then we give him like a team option the third year yeah, i don't it, know it just depends on how the nba gauges you know him like you said earlier just how they see him as as a player and how they can help how he can help their teams like the other twenty. Yeah, the market teams. is going to set the value. We just yeah. have to see how the market reacts. If he goes yeah, and gets tell. a twenty-four million dollar a year deal with Sacramento, like number nine, it was fun. Best of luck. Yeah, you know, as as much as that would suck, and I would like legitimately be sad to see, like, not just because like he's good, but like he's really like a cool dude. He's a guy that I like a lot. I like watching him play. So to see him, you know, like anytime, like a guy is with your team for six or seven years, you know, whatever, like it's all, if you like that guy, it's always tough to see him go. I just like, you know, hopefully we don't try to lowball him, but it's tough to see him just like, be like, yeah, you know what? I put in, you know, my seven, six, seven years here. We made it to the, to the playoffs for the first time. See ya. Yeah, you know, but exactly. you know, we can only hope that he stays. Yeah, man. I mean, Time will tell. Yeah. We've got another about two months, roughly, a little bit less than two months until, you know, free agency starts, and then, you know, we'll find out all that stuff. So that's really all I've yeah, got. I don't know it. if you've got anything else. So no, that's it. Uh, next week, guys um, and gals, uh, we'll be back here on the Six Man Show. We're going to talk about um, – I mean, I think we're both in agreement that we should try to keep these guys. But next week we're going to talk about what happens if we keep player A and lose player B, and then what yeah. happens if we keep player B – lose player a what if we keep both of them then what can we do really not much because of the salary cap but what if happens we if lose, we lose both yeah. of them kind of where can we pivot free agents that we might be able to sign and then we'll go from there yeah part, so, uh, part two next week yeah Tune part in. two next week so um another couple of weeks we're going to try to open up a mailbag uh try to take you know a lot of you know um questions that you guys might have anything that you guys want to hear so start thinking about those um send them to us over the next couple weeks we'll try to put them in like a little uh question bank and then or mailbag like i just freaking said yeah just instagram twitter uh, Twitter, facebook Facebook. any of those just shoot us a a topic or a question whatever you guys want to hear us talk about and we'll get to that in a couple weeks so once again guys this has been will and jonathan this has been the six man show we'll catch you guys next time Thanks for listening to The Six Man Show. Be sure to subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, and Stitcher to get new episodes downloaded directly to your phone. Please take a minute to give us a five-star rating and a review. It would really help us out a lot. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Six Man Show and like us on Facebook. We'll catch you guys next time. Go Magic!